guys, ladies and gents. Hello. I'm so excited to be back. It has been an age, or so it seems, since I did this. And there are many reasons for that. But most importantly, hello, I'm happy to be back and talking to you guys, with you guys once again. I know, I know it's been weeks, weeks. This is the longest stretch I have ever had without an episode. And it's not just because it's summer and things are happening. Obviously, things are happening. And I thought, you know what? The last time I touched my podcast, I had done several queen deep dives in a row. And I think it's time to talk about something different to get back into the swing of things. Because here's the thing, real life. This is the real life. Remember Queen, remember Freddie, remember Bohemian Rhapsody. Is this the real life? Why, yes, it is. It's not just a fantasy. This is really happening. (laughs) That's actually Radiohead. (laughs) Idiotech. This is really happening, happening. Mobile's working. Man, what a great song, Idiotech. I really want to do a deep dive of that song, but the reason I haven't is because I'm considering doing a whole Radiohead series, and it would be terrible if I did a one-off random deep dive of a song that would otherwise be included in a series, so there are some songs I'm simply not touching, at least until I know what I'm doing after I'm done with my Queen deep dives, but back to today. Back to today and what is happening. You know what? I just realized I didn't close my door. Hold on. It is essential to close the door. And you know why? Acoustics. <laughs> Acoustics. Otherwise, the echo is relentless in this house. But back to real life, yes. Real life happened. Life happened. And I want to talk about in this episode that this is the real life. And sometimes it's okay to take a break, a breather, to disconnect and ignore everything but what matters, including social media or your podcast or whatever it is that you do as a hobby or something that's routine, that's just you, that's just yours. You know what I mean? How we all have our vices, our little things that don't involve anyone else. There is something I think all of us have in our lives that is an obsession or something fun that we indulge in. That's just something for us to relax with or have fun with. One of mine is fragrances. I've talked about fragrances. I love fragrance. I always inevitably end up amassing this huge amount of fragrance. And I'm actually pretty monogamous when it comes to fragrances. I don't like to alternate them too much. I like to have one and only one. There can only be one, you know, (laughs) there can only be one. I like to dedicate myself to just one fragrance. It's a silly little thing. But yes, inevitably I end up sampling things. I cannot help myself. I love the experience. I love to analyze. I have spreadsheets of my experiences with fragrances. It's kind of ridiculous, but that's how I roll. And that's what I do. That's one of those things that's just for me. But sometimes, sometimes it is okay to step away. It's important even to step away from those things. And yes, one of those things is social media. I want to talk about that. I've touched on that before, disconnecting from social media. And the reason I talked about that previously was because I was talking about 
the necessary distance you sometimes need to create when things are getting intense or you need to take a break because it's not healthy anymore. But here's the thing. We all have two lives. I actually feel like I'm quoting, what is that, that Confucius quote I love so much? We all have two lives and the second begins when we realize we only have one. Yes, I heard that from Tom Hiddleston the first time and I love it. I love the sentiment. I love the thought. I latch on to that feeling and that sentiment. But anyway, we do all have two lives. If we're on social media or we're communicating digitally in any capacity, we all have two lives. We have the life that's online, that we carefully craft. And don't tell me that you don't. Every single thing that we share is because we want to share it, right? We want to share it. We want to share the experience. We want to share the love. We want to share the fashion. We want to share the beauty. We we want to share things. And sometimes we share things because we want that thing to get attention. Don't deny it. I do the same thing. We experience something, we live something, we witness something that's beautiful or amazing or shocking or whatever, and we have to share it. We simply have to share it. And some people are highly connected to everybody they know in this fashion, whether it's groups on Facebook or chat rooms or wherever, Reddit, wherever it is. We have groups of people that we communicate with sometimes exclusively on social media or digitally. And when we do that, there's this temptation to share a, a lot of everything, right? We, we talk about our days, we share our meals. I admit I'm that person that for a while I would take pictures of and, and share them with my food. You know, it, it, it's just fun to share those things in life, the little things that are joyous and wonderful and we appreciate them. But that is one life that we all have. And the reason I say it is a separate life is because we are carefully crafting that thing. And it is creating a reputation for you, whether you realize it or not. Then there is the other life. There's the real life. There's the real life. There's the life that is in-person, interactive, direct contact with people. And sometimes I think, especially in this day and age, we neglect that life. We don't connect enough in person. And I'll tell you what, as someone who appreciates autonomy, who appreciates being alone, who's comfortable with it even, who likes that kind of isolation more often than not, I'm always amazed how invigorated I am when I spend time with people in person. This is at the forefront of my mind right now, because I just spent time with family. That's part of the reason I was disconnected for a while. Visiting with family, having them over, traveling, et cetera. Yeah, you guys, I got on a plane for the first time in like, I can't remember the last time. It was probably the end of 2019. I think I flew on a prop plane for work. I think that's the last time I flew was almost three years ago. And honestly, I, I, don't, I don't really care to fly, so I wasn't keen on going again. But it was a short flight, which was nice. And it was actually on a smaller plane. And it was surprisingly smooth and very nice. But anyway, I was experiencing real life in ways that I haven't done in months or years in some cases. And it was very refreshing to get out and travel and interact with people in some cases, I didn't know them, but to see family, to see friends, et cetera, to to see these people in person and to touch them and hug them and all of that jazz. And you interact with them, you converse with them. 
There's nothing like that. This is why the argument comes in, is remote work really going to be as successful as many of us want it to be? And I say us because I am one of those people. But there is something about, yes, being in person with people, even for me, even for me as someone who doesn't thrive in a social situation as much as, say, another person does. Because I can tell you, many of the people I know and work with absolutely love and thrive in social situations. That is where they are on. It doesn't exhaust them. It energizes them. They need that. It's a real need with those people. And I get that. I am not one of those people, but I understand that want and that need for human contact, how important that is. So to have that, yes, it is essential. You you hear about those people that they, and maybe you are one of those people, they live within miles of their family and everybody's kind of close together. It's very close-knit. It is absolutely vital that they are in close connection and contact and they see each other every week you know, they go out to eat, whatever. They are close together. And I'm not, I am miles states in some cases away from people that I'm closest to in my life. So it's a very different balance with me as opposed to maybe you or the next person. You know, we connect in different ways and what we need is very different. But all the same, Whenever we have those moments where we get to see the people that are most important to us, our family and our friends that we've known forever, and they know you inside out, whenever we get a chance to be around them, even if it's brief, it is essential. It's revitalizing. It's refreshing. It reminds you what's important. Even if you get on each other's nerves, you know how you're closest to those people and you know those people are going to be brutally honest with you. It's like if you go out to try on clothes together. You know, you go out shopping with your best friends or whatever, and you're trying stuff on. That person, you know, they're going to tell you, even if you loved the way it looked on the hanger, if it doesn't look great on you, they're going to tell you that. And that's the kind of thing I love about the people I'm closest to is because I know they're going to be that brutally honest with me, but that's part of, that's part of the awesomeness of it is that the trust is there. So when you can spend time with people like that, that you trust them, and it's mutual, and they get you and you get them, and you both know that, there's a security that you can't get over the phone or in a Facebook group or, or on an Instagram chat or, or a FaceTime video. You know what I mean? There is just something about being in the presence of each other that gives you courage, that gives you life. It just gives you life. And I think it means more than some of us, myself included, are willing to admit or even understand. Because yeah, I appreciate my alone time. I like it, but there's something about that brightness when people are around, when they're in your home, when you're out and about with them, and it's not part of your normal life. If you only get to see them every once in a while, it makes a big difference when they're around. It's important. I I talked about The best friend thing, what was that? Last year, when I spent time with my two of my best girlfriends, 
we don't get to see each other very often. And for the first time in years, it was just the three of us. And I, I talked about how great that was for a few days, especially after I'd been struggling with some health things and I wasn't even sure I was going to go. What did I call that episode? Friends Will Be Friends, I think, which is actually Queen's song. Haven't got to that one yet, but it's called Friends Will Be Friends. And, and I just thought, you know what? That is perfect. That's perfect for what I experienced with those ladies. And that's the kind of thing that you have to latch on to. And it's especially important to put aside the social media, digital aspect of your life or that life entirely, as it were, to forget about it, to shut it down, to completely ignore it. Yes, I was actually kind of ignoring my podcast. I knew it was sitting there. I was bummed out. I thought, man, I really need to do an episode. But it just wasn't as important. I love to do this. I love to put myself out there. I love to give, hopefully give you guys some ideas or some joy or some encouragement or something positive. But you have to look at your life and the realness of it. You have to put down the digital life and and pick back up the real life, the reality that's right in front of you, that's tangible that you can touch, that you can hear, that you can see, that you can smell. All of those facets, those elements of life are so important to our joy in it. And that includes the people in your life. So I'm, I'm grateful for the chance I had to disconnect in a way, because I, I disconnected even more from social media too. I, I was just in the moment. I was just living life. I was driving around with people. I was going out to have meals with people, sitting on the couch, just talking. You know, those are the kind of things that matter. Those are the soft moments that in that moment, they might seem pretty mundane and maybe even completely uninspired and just relaxed. You know how you spend time after a few days with people, even if you haven't seen them for a while, and you fall back into this groove where it kind of feels like yesterday. You know what I mean? It feels like years prior and you're just in it. And you just kind of sink into it like you're back in that and it's just a relaxing moment. There's nothing super, there's nothing about it where anybody seeing it would think anything of it. You know what I mean? They would just witness you kind of being in this moment and just, you're just there. But when you think back to those moments, I think those are the ones that matter the most. It's like when you talk to people and you can't ever get through the simple stuff. There's a great lyric from, I think it's Leanne Rhymes' song, What I Cannot Change. And she sings something like, she's talking about talking to her mom and that every time they do it, every time she does it, she can't seem to get past the little stuff. And I can relate to that because we're all so stuck on the surface things. It's, it's why we say things like, oh, what's the weather been like? And how's work been, you know? Why do we do that? Why do we skirt around the real things that matter? I, I suppose we don't, we don't want to dig up old feelings sometimes. We don't want to touch the stuff that we have an inkling about that might be negative. Like if something's going on in someone's life and you already have that knowledge that they're struggling with something, whatever it is, and you don't want to bring it to the surface because you're afraid of offending or hurting. 
when really that person might need that moment, that opportunity to bring something up. And I'm not saying we should always dig up old things that are bad or current things that are tough challenges to get through, but I think it helps us, it certainly helps us connect and relate to each other. And I am also, yes, I am also that person who, when I talk to my best friends or my family sometimes, you don't really touch the hard stuff. You don't touch the deep things. I think it's good to talk about our past, what made us who we are, because it helps shine a light on how we can relate better, even if we already relate well to each other. I think it helps us understand each other and we can get to a better place where when we have conflict, because inevitably that's going to happen with people that you are very close to, you're going to have a disagreement about something. And I think understanding where that person's coming from, of course, is just going to help us navigate those waters better. I don't know how I got onto the subject of the deep stuff and getting past those surface, the superficial things that, you know, they really don't mean a whole lot in the grand scheme of things. You know, we'll comment, we'll compliment each other about how we look if we haven't seen each other in a while or, oh, you know, how, how's work been? You know, and, and we always have the same answers. Oh, it's okay. Everything's fine. You know, I'm okay. I'm doing all right. I mean, how many times do you answer a question like that? Oh, how are you? I'm, I'm doing okay. I'm all right. We don't ever want to get real. <laughs> we don't ever want to say, oh, I'm having a bad day. And I suppose part of that is we don't want to appear weak or we don't want to look vulnerable. I think in the right moment, vulnerability is extremely powerful, especially if you're not one to always walk around looking vulnerable or being vulnerable. When that moment comes and you do express it because you simply can't keep it in anymore, I think that speaks volumes because it, it shows that, that you're a human being, that you're relatable that you can empathize and understand with others who've gone through things. You know, being vulnerable is not a bad thing. And I think deep down, we all have those moments like that. We may not want to admit it. We may not want to show it. We always want to put our best foot forward. We always want to look like we have it together. We always want to feel and, and appear to be completely competent, put together people. We put on a face, some of us literally, we put on a face, we do what we can to look like we think the world wants us to look. And sometimes it is best to put your best foot forward, but sometimes it's best to just be yourself. And you should be able to do that around those people that are closest to you that you can confide in, those people that you want to put your other life, your second life, your social media life, your digital online life to the side and you want to be real and raw and just talk to those people. Not because you want to have content to share or showcase on, online, but be, because you want to have an experience. You want, to have, you want to have a conversation. You want to have a connection that really matters. I really, truly feel sometimes like it would be one of the best things ever 
if some of these social media platforms, channels, online, digital communication spaces, if some of them would either just shift completely or completely disappear. That's not to say that they don't have their place, not to say that they aren't valuable, that they aren't educational, that they aren't powerful in a positive way. We've talked about positive power. But unfortunately, it's just so easy to take advantage of what that technology puts right at our fingertips, isn't it? It's so easy to attack. It's so easy to judge. It's so easy to make ourselves miserable because we're comparing ourselves, our lives, or what we feel is a lacking life against everything and everyone else. It's terrible when you can see that someone you know is sharing something like a struggle, a challenge, something that they're, they're dealing with, but you feel like their life is still better than yours. Have you ever felt that way? And then you feel awful because you're like, look at what they're going through. Look at what they have to deal with, sometimes on a daily basis. And yet you're sitting here thinking, what am I bringing to the world? Or what am I bringing, what am I doing for myself at all? Or anyone else around me? You know, it kind of makes you, it's almost like a reflection, right? You look at something and it just bounces right back at you. And you, all you can do is sit there and think, man. And it can make you feel kind of worthless sometimes. But guess what? You're not. None of you. All of you have completely immeasurable worth, immeasurable worth, fearfully and wonderfully made. Every last one of you hearing this right now has something to give to someone or someone's the world, something to give. I don't know what that is. You, you got to find out what that is. Maybe you already know what that is. Maybe you're trying and you feel like you're not getting anywhere. Keep going. Keep going. Don't ever let someone, especially someone that doesn't even know you, don't let them tell you to stop. Don't let them ridicule you to the point where you sink within this, into this hole and you can't get yourself out. Don't do that. Yeah, I'm kind of telling myself the same thing. Don't do it. Don't fall into a pit. Or if you do, find a way out. Get help to get out. I mean that. If you fall into a place where it is dark, lean on those people that you know that are so close to you to get to help get you out because they will. Don't ever feel like you're gonna burden someone because you're struggling. Because if they really care, they're gonna be there. They're going to be there. You have my positive thoughts and my hope for brighter days ahead, no matter how bright or dim they are right now. All I hope is that things are just that much brighter for you in the days ahead. And I hope you take time to spend time with the people that matter most and that you forget about some of those things that just don't matter very much at the end of the day. They really don't. It's the stuff around you, the life that's right there in front of you that you need to look at more that I need to look at more, the people we need to connect with and reach out to more. This is the real life. And that is my dive back into my podcast episode for you guys. I hope you've been well. I hope you're well now. And I hope tomorrow is that much better, brighter, bolder. Would it be nice? 
wouldn't it be nice? Would it be nice if we were bolder, emboldened, going into tomorrow? Knowing that tomorrow is the moment when we're there. That's all we should be thinking about. Don't worry about the past. Don't think about the future. Be right there in the moment. Be right there in the moment. Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. little Bible verse for you. Just focus on what you can do. Do not worry about things. My mom and I were talking about that the other day, that 90% or more of what you worry about is never going to happen. So try to focus on the things you can do and do stuff when you feel helpless or hopeless. Do things, simple things, you know, clean up the house, vacuum, do the dishes, something constructive like that where you actually can easily accomplish something. You know, you can do it in a matter of minutes. That stuff helps. Motivation. What is that? A body at rest tends to stay at rest or body in, in action or whatever tends to stay. It's that, it's that constant thing. The moment you start doing more, you're going to want to keep doing more. You got to take a rest, of course, and a breather, but it's good to stay motivated. And it's good to stay connected. All right, guys, that's it. I think I'm done. I think I'm done. I think I've tried to end this thing now about three times, so I'm officially going to end it now. I'll be back next time, probably with a queen deep dive. I'm still in the middle of Queen's ninth album, Flash Gordon, their soundtrack album. And I'm going to dig right into it again. Stay safe, happy, healthy. Be well. Keep yourselves alive. And I'll be back next time, guys. Hang in there. And I promise it will not be a three-week silence, radio silence. That will not be that. I'll be back sooner than that. All right, guys. Later.